Hello, you sick individuals. My name is David Michael. I'm Michael Carter. And we are ridiculously bored. I was distracted. Clearly distracted. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was was typing something. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Hello. Sorry about that. I'm plugged in now. (laughs) All right. So, David, last week, nothing has garnished as much attention in quite a while as your skull fucking story. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) I've had everywhere from you used it as an amazing distraction to what the fuck is wrong with that person. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I didn't make that shit up, man. Edmund Kemper, you could fucking Google it yourself. The dude was a sick bastard. Yeah. In private filtering, anybody, if you're going to do that. Oh, come on. What what is the government going to do? Um, yeah, they you'll be on the next porn you're looking at. You'll be on the next David QAnon update if you uh you don't. David, how did you do at Vegas for the 27th time this year or whatever it was? <sighs> um, oh. Vegas was interesting. No, no, gambling wise, I did fine. Um, I I lost money at at blackjack and and won it all back playing roulette of all games. Blackjack, you supposedly have a 49 percent chance of winning every hand. Roulette is a what 35 to one? No, no, it's 30. On some tables, it's 37, 38 to one because they have like three greens. They have like yes. the, the one green, the two, and then the three, the zeros. Uh, so yeah, I, I went on a tear on roulette, but that, that, that was beside the point. I mean, the, uh, the conference is what it is, but uh, I met a friend while I was <laughs> trying to sober up and go to bed. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> Met a friend, like, hopefully your wife's not listening to this episode, friend? What does that mean? Oh, no, no, no. She knows all about it. Oh. No, so I was coming back from the kind of closing ceremonies, and I had hooked up with a buddy of mine who was a vendor of ours who we had done some work with in the past. He quit the company and then moved on to a different company. So I'm no longer doing business with him, but he and I became pretty good friends. So we are at this closing concert, you know, kind of, you know, say goodbye, farewell for the trade show for the year thing. And Nelly, of all people, is the performing artist. So uh, that was kind of funny. How far has he fallen that he's at like a fucking tech expo? <laughs> right? <laughs> when you got Drake making like $5 million just to like hang out with the chic for the night. And he's, <laughs> Nelly's playing these things. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's times are times are tough. So anyway, it's getting that, sad in here. <laughs> yeah, and then so so this guy that that you know I'm friends with, he's like you know in his sixties. So he's like, I don't even know who the I don't know what the fuck a Nelly is. So he's like, you want to get out of here and go get a, like an old fashioned? I'm like, now you're speaking my language because all they had was like shit beer, like Coors Light and whatnot. So so we go find a bar in the hotel that is throwing on this event, and we sit down, have a couple old fashions. Have a great time, great conversation. Met some people that I'll probably stay connected with because they they work for the company that I buy software from. So it's always nice to have some inside folks there. Okay. But um, after we were done, you know, we kind of we headed back to the hotel. He took off. I head back to the hotel, and eh, I wasn't drunk, but I'm like, if I don't have some water, I'm gonna wake up with a nasty hangover because fucking old fashions are all sugar. So it's just gonna it's not gonna be fun, right? So. Uh, I detour, I come, I'm staying at Caesars and I come in the front door, which you know very well. Mm -hmm. I hang a right and there's a bar right on the right hand side and it's got a bunch of poker machines. 
So I'm like, you know what? I'll take a hundred bucks. I'll throw it in the machine and I'll, I'll drink like a bottle or two of water. Nothing says good decision making like I'm that drunk. Let me take out a hundred bucks and gamble. Go ahead. <laughs> it's a fucking poker machine. <laughs> What's the worst you lose? A hundred dollars, right? So anyway, so I throw it down and I'm I'm betting. And of course, you know, I lost it all, but you know, I'm playing the poker machine and then I I feel a presence to my left. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I look over and uh there's a a lady friend hmm. sitting there. And it doesn't take more than a split second to realize that she's of the working kind. Right. So by that, do you mean she was offering you a drink or she was cleaning? Like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> you know exactly what I mean by that. Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I ignore her, I'm playing, and then she starts, and granted, I've been playing fucking poker for most of my adult life, right? So I'm playing poker <laughs> on the poker machine. She wants and a she's different like, kind of poker. <laughs> she's like, you're doing it wrong. I'm like- what? bitch what <laughs> what do you mean i'm doing it wrong she's like no 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 you got to play this game and you get your odds of winning are better on this game and i'm like excuse me so she's like hi you know what's your name i said my name's david she, i said what's your name she's like my name is diamond yeah. i'm like so diamond are you working tonight <laughs> she said and she kind of like you could the smile immediately left her face <laughs> like it was a surprise right and uh and she says she says yes I, i'm working tonight and i said so how's business she says, well, I don't know. You know, business could be really good. And I said, oh, yeah, it's not going to be that good tonight if this is what you're looking for business. <laughs> so we start talking and she's like making conversation and I'm just not interested. So um, so I'm sitting there, I'm drinking my water and then she's clearly trying to have a conversation with me. And so I turned around and I said, look, I said, if if you're looking for, you know, uh, a John, it, you're, you're looking in the wrong place. This is not going to happen, right? So she's like, no, no, I get it. I get it. Just looking for some conversation. I'm like, all right, fine. If you want to talk, I'll talk. So I'm like, so what's a good night for you? Yeah. <laughs> How see, much that's do you the, <laughs> That's the stuff you got to find out, right? <laughs> yeah. So she says on, on a typical, uh, this is a weekday. It's like Thursday night, right? She's like on, on, on a week, on a weekend night, probably about a thousand bucks. So I'm like, all right, is that multiple? guys or is that one and and she's like no that's typically one i'm like wow okay and she's that's attractive don't get me wrong i mean she's she's not bad looking but i'm like that's a lot to pay for a fucking hooker in vegas there's got to be like hookers that are going around for 100 200 bucks maybe call me old-fashioned right <laughs> maybe i'm just thinking of a different time but a thousand bucks are you the 60-year-old man or did he leave like you said? Oh, no, no. I'm clearly the 60-year-old man in this well, conversation. Well, at least the, the point now is now it sounds like you're haggling with her. She's willing to cut a deal. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, I just start asking her all these questions. I'm like, so what hotels do you typically fre frequent? Like, you know, what are, the, what are the good hotels? Like, what kind of guys do you typically look for? And she immediately is like, well, I, look, I like white guys. She's black. Um, she's like, I like white guys. And I'm like, all right, why? You know, just, you know preference or whatever she's like no black guys are assholes they always try and nickel and dime you and she just goes on and i'm like all right i want to i don't want to get into this this conversation at this point but i think it was just funny so anyways i talked to her for like 15 minutes and then i'm like all right i gotta go so i went back to my room and i was done so if i if i would if you so you tell me a thousand dollars i would have figured look i have no idea what a hooker goes for in in vegas wink thousand dollars wink. <laughs> <laughs> wink wink no I would have guessed a couple hundred bucks, like you said, right? So if somebody said to me they make a thousand dollars a night, to me that means they're doing three or four guys a night. And let's say they take the weekends off, right? Or let's say they take two other days off because they work the weekend because that's higher demand. That's like a hundred dicks a month. 
Excuse me, what's your dick count? <laughs> How many dicks a night is that? <laughs> like, I mean, look, I know like- I'm not going to lie. When she said $1,000 and I, I asked her to clarify how many men, she said one. I, I looked her up and down and I had to have a look on my face like there's no fucking way. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of traction on this car for, uh, for one guy a night. It's just, yeah. See, that's the kind of thing I like to do too. I just like, I'll start asking a million questions. Like once, I remember when I was in Australia, we went to a strip club. Like it was literally like my first week there. And there was plenty of degenerates, and some of the guys convinced some of the girls. They're like, after you know, pub of the week, as we used to call it, they were like, "Oh, let's go to the strip club." So there was one girl who had never been to a strip club, very, very sheltered. Like you could tell just from talking with her, only for a few minutes. So everybody was like, "Yeah, we got to get her there. We got to get her there." Like it's in this day and age, you'd fucking be up for harassment. In that day, fifteen years ago, they were like, "Yay!" So <laughs> we get her there, and. The stripper is literally right in front of her. And she is just asking the stripper questions. How long have you been doing this? And then, you know, are you, I'm going saving for college. So are you saving for college? What are you going to be? It was, so, <laughs> it was so funny to watch because, like, she was trying to have a, a typical conversation with the lady where the lady's, like, grinding in her face. So, yeah. Yeah, so the worst part about it was I'm sitting there, and this conference, granted, like, 10,000 people go to this conference every year. And I've been there like four or five times now. And you start to recognize people. And we're not on like a first name basis, but like I know, oh yeah, I've seen that person before. They go yeah. to the same sessions that I do. They they kind of do what I do, right? So they're they're asking the same questions that I'm asking of these vendors. So I'm sitting there and you know, after like 10 minutes, I look around and I just I see people that I I don't know, but like that, you know, I'm familiar with walking around. And this girl clearly looks like a pro. There's like, she had like four inch, like fingernails, like eyelashes that were like three inches long. Like she was just done up. And I'm like, I gotta get out of here. Like, I, I don't want these people thinking that I'm going to end up with this chick at the end of the night. Like, I, I can't even like sit here and talk to her because people are walking by and I'm like, this is my fucking career. Like, I need to go. Well, especially <laughs> she knows your name now too. She's like, all right, David, it was fun talking with you. It was a fun yeah. night. Like, she doesn't even need to say like you did anything she could just be like all right david it was a fun night like meaning from the conversation and you're no fucked. the worst thing she could have said was it was good seeing you again <laughs> <laughs> oh let me punch your frequent flyer card <laughs> <laughs> so as uh on your whatever trip this was of vegas you actually got to go back in a couple weeks right in a couple weeks yeah and i'm going to tag on to that trip i'm actually I, I told you this the other day i booked my trip and all that but nice what i found interesting was listen to this this is how easy it is to steal somebody's identity if you had to <laughs> i call in and i'm like hey i'm trying to get a better price than you have online i gave all my information the guy looked it up and you know because of covid we've only we've been there once in the last year time before that it was a little bit lighter because of everything that was going on and then we missed one year completely because of covid mm -hmm. so the guy's like look Nothing right, I can missed, do. You missed one year completely well, yeah. because of COVID. Right. <laughs> I did. The not guy's like, look, there's nothing we can really do here. Um, I can, you know, it's a courtesy. I can give you 10 bucks off the room. And then purely for pride, I'm like, no. <laughs> so I didn't even take the 10 bucks <laughs> off. I'm like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to book something online instead. I'm not letting now, you get commission on this. Keeping in mind, I have to, I want to book where you're staying. Right. So right. I really have no leverage. <laughs> so I say to the guy, my last Hail Mary is, Hey, I have a friend staying there. Um, is there any way that you can 
maybe I can get his rate or maybe, you know, he can book it for me or something. You know, we get a kind of a package deal. So the guy's like, oh, well, let's look him up. What's his name? What's his address? Do you happen to know his date of birth? So I'm what? like, yeah. So I gave him all that info and he looked you off. You motherfucker. <laughs> he's like, okay. He's staying on this day. And then he's like, uh, no, unfortunately. And it's also because you're there for a different sort of convention at that time. Yeah. So he's like, uh, unfortunately, like this rate I can give you is kind of the best rate because of everything that's going on. But I thought that was amazing that he just like brought up all your info just by knowing it wasn't me. It wasn't like. <laughs> yeah, you were. You weren't pretending to be me. You, he, he knew you weren't me, and you <laughs> yeah. were still fucking got that bastard. It's like it's not when I like call something for my dad. I just pretend I'm my dad because I'm like right. I'm not going through the fucking process of trying to get him involved. So that's different. This guy was like, "Yeah, you're not David. Sure, why not?" <laughs> that's fucked up. I want his name. What's his name? What's his badge number? <laughs> yeah, that I didn't get. I just wanted to get off the phone. Once he wouldn't even give me more than ten dollars off, I ended up hanging up. Oh, so the moral of this story is. I ended up booking online later, and I paid the full price that it was. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I didn't even get my 10 bucks off. And it's not even a great hotel. <laughs> yeah. So I have a question for you. We are almost at the end of Hispanic Month. Right? And I know that sounds funny to say, considering we're in the first week of October. But do you know that Hispanic Month is the middle of September to the middle of October? I did not know that. Yeah. So... Do you know why? I ended up looking up why. Um, because I'm like, this makes no fucking sense. Like, that they get a half of one month and a half of another. So do you <laughs> want to guess why? And then I'll tell you. No. Isn't October uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, though? Maybe. I mean, every look, every day now is something, right? Forget about a month. Every day is something. Right. But how, how can the Hispanics take that away from women with breast cancer? That's fucked up. Well, if the Hispanic women have breast cancer, it's, just, it's like a double month for them. Oh. Um, the reason it's September 15th through October 15th is, and I don't know if it's a coincidence or I don't know if they all revolted at the same time, a bunch of them, and the, when I looked at the list, it was at least five or six, all their kind of Independence Day is September 15th because that's when they seceded from something. I don't know who it was. I didn't. What do you mean when you say them? It was. I need you to explain people. your pronouns. What do you mean? Ex explain you your people. pronouns, Michael. I will explain my pronouns too. <laughs> Don't think <laughs> I missed that. Um, it was like Ecuador, Guatemala, Colombia. Okay, so, like there was so a Latin few, American countries. Yeah, there was a few Latin American, South American countries. Got it. That all coincidentally have September fifteenth as a their heritage day, their Independence Day. So that's Got why it. it starts then. I, I don't think it makes any sense. But hey, go ahead, go crazy. Okay. Interesting. Did yeah. not know that. A little something I read. Today. I will forget that in about 30 minutes and you'll probably have to remind me again in a year. Hmm. Who do you think are the worst financial terrorists in the world? Financial terrorists? It's got to be fucking insurance companies. Girl Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll explain why. <laughs> I have a couple friends, a couple cousins whose kids are Girl Scouts. Every one of them fucking hit you up for money and you can't say no right it's it's family uh, it's a friend yeah it's a friend's you kid. can do you if somebody if your niece comes up to you and says hey can you buy some girl scout cookies from me you're gonna say no you fucking heartless skull fucker no i'll say i'm on a diet i don't want any more cookies i don't need any more cookies here's five dollars and well, you uh, can and, and have a nice day so they've they've planned for all this one, I don't. I'm, I can't use the diet excuse, <laughs> so that's out. <laughs> but, 
now they've done buy them for the um, the troops, s- the troops, yeah, to, uh-huh. to still be able to get your money. Mm-hmm. So at least when it was door to door, which look, it's been a while. I know I'm fucking old, but it's been a while since they did that. Right, that was one thing. Then it became. Your coworkers just fucking hit you up in the office, so it's not even the kid anymore. It's the parents. Right, it's the parents. They're like, "Look, I got a fucking minimum of forty boxes. <laughs> I need some people to start buying some." And then you now you can't go to a, a grocery store without getting mauled. Yes, they're outdoors as well. It's the world's smallest financial terrorist. Now they're they're online now, so yeah, I have friends just fucking send me a link, and then after like two days, they're like, hey, "I'm just curious. Did you you didn't, you didn't buy any cookies yet? You, you plan on buying? I'm just just checking." <laughs> and so slowly but surely, you get fucking dinged up in all these different ones. Yeah. So the only time I buy Girl Scout cookies and one is when I want cookies. Like the wife and I will be driving, and there'll be like a little you know tent off to the side of the road, and I'll be like, all right, I'm feeling a box of Samoas right now, so we'll pull over and I'll buy one. But yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a very charitable person. So that's the worst though, because they they used to, and I don't know if they're going to change this, especially with the online ordering. They used to really only sell them once a year. So if you wanted them, you either bought them then or you got nothing. Then it became, at least here in the East Coast, you see them outside supermarkets, like you said, a lot more often. So it's not only mm-hmm. once a year anymore. Um, but like my my cousin's kid and a friend's kid and stuff like that, now it seems to be only once a year that I, I can think of where they come and hit us up for... for uh, well, the only reason why they make... Good money is one. First of all, and foremost, the Girl Scouts organization—they're a fucking sales company. Right? That's not a kids organization. It's a sales <laughs> business. Number two, it's a it's a sales business using uh, free children underage yeah. labor. Trainees yeah. seem to get in trouble for it's this. It's a at sweatshop. Apple. Yeah, it's a sweatshop. Um, they were doing great when the only place you can get Thin Mints and Samoas was the Girl Scouts. And then those fucking elves at Keebler got really smart and they were like, all right, we're going to fucking make our own version. And yeah. Keebler came out with their version of the Samoas, which were just as good. And everybody has Thin Mints now. So it's like, you, there's no reason to wait for the Girl Scouts once a year anymore to get your fix. You can literally go to the supermarket anytime you want and get the exact same damn cookies for like half the price. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised that somebody has bootlegged Girl Scout cookies. What I am surprised is that they're still allowed to call one of them Samoas. <laughs> I don't think they do. They don't. It's like, they do. You know, they do. They're still called Really? It. Yes. That, that just means it. that the Girl Scout didn't trademark that name. Or it was untrademarkable because it's a fucking country. Yeah, but that's what I'm talking about. That would be like having like Nigerian cookies. Like it yeah. just doesn't seem like in this day and age people would allow that. But what do yeah. I know? Apparently they don't because Keebler can call them Samoas. <laughs> yes. So your dolphins, have you been oh, watching man. what's going on there? I have. I have such mixed feelings about it. Part of me wants... All right, so so for those that don't follow f- American football, because I know we have a lot of international listeners, the uh, concussions are a big problem in the NFL. It's a rough, brutal sport, and they've done as much as they can with technology of the helmets and the padding and the rules to prohibit you know hitting people in a certain way to try and give people concussions. And... Um, it, it just, it still happens. There's nothing you can do about it. And typically what they say is, you know, one or two concussions is fine. But once you hit like three, four or five concussions, now you're looking at like permanent brain damage. This guy is in the first, what, three years of his career, mm-hmm. four years of his NFL career. So by all practical purposes, he's still very young and still very much uh, 
you know, an underclassman when it comes to football. Um, still don't know if he's a good quarterback or not. I mean, this was, this was going to be the year, you know, because he's finally got a good team and a good receiver and, and good running backs. Um, you know, first game of the season, the first game or the second game of the season, he gets tackled, hits the back of his head. He gets sacked, hits the back of his head on the ground, gets up and his legs just lock up and he can't, he can't walk. And then he falls down again and people come and, and grab him. Yeah. And he was shaking his head. It is the, what I consider the textbook signs of a concussion. Yeah. I, there's just no way that this wasn't a concussion. And I'm a fan and I, and I want the guy to not have a concussion so he can continue to play. But looking at it, there's just no way. And so they take him off the field. They get him back. They give him, you know, they have the standard protocol testing now. They give him the test. Apparently he passes with flying colors. And 12 minutes later, he's back out on the field playing with the team. He ended up winning the game. So, I mean, yeah, good on him for that. But most people that get hurt and shake it off will tell you, regardless of whether or not it's good for their body or not, I want to go back in. I want to play. Put me in, coach. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm guessing he did that. Uh, apparently they're saying it wasn't a concussion. It was a lower back injury, which I'm just calling bullshit. Everybody's calling bullshit on it. So then everyone's like, all right, well, if this guy gets hurt again, you know, hell, there'll be hell to pay. So that was Sunday on Thursday was their next game, which is the shortest span possible between NFL games. Typically they have a full week, but, um, occasionally you can play Sunday and then you play Thursday again. And, uh, they had a Thursday night game. Sure as shit, he gets tackled again, hits the back of his head against the ground, and he's fucking out. Well, Completely and his whole out. body locked up. Like his yeah. his hands got in like almost like if he was 90 and had arthritis type position, and he just like fully locked up. Yeah. So as we record this, the Thursday night football game was on tonight, and I was watching it with my wife while we were eating dinner. One of the Indianapolis Colts gets hit, goes to the ground, gets back up, does the exact same thing where he can't walk, his legs stiffen up, and then he falls down and people rush to the field to lift him up. And there's just no way that that's not a concussion. Oh, yeah. and I've that seen guy it too tonight. many times in three weeks now to just, I know what a concussion looks like. Yeah, and that guy tonight is not going back in. <laughs> like oh, after yeah. all the heat. Oh, hell no. After all the shit that happened in the last couple of weeks. So who knows what's going to happen with the Dolphins. Um, Teddy Bridgewater's not that great of a quarterback in my opinion, so... I think the season might be over. Who knows if Tua is going to come back? Uh, I, I just I don't know. So that's the first time you said his name, right, Tua? And do you want to try his last name? Are you good with his last name? No, it's Tonga Vailoa. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's. Um, no, I mean, I'm a fan, so I, I couldn't call myself a fan if I couldn't at least pronounce his last name. Yeah, but still, and it's, it's not spelled how it's said, which is yes. the, the worst part about it. So uh, a couple other things that have happened in football, and then I'll talk about the concussion in a second. Um, did you happen to see on Monday Night Football the guy who rushed the field and then eventually got sacked by one of the defensive players? So I saw the play so, on, on YouTube afterwards. I, I didn't see it live, though. But so yeah. did you see the, the Manning cast version? Where I Peyton, did not. I did not. Peyton Manning was breaking down the play <laughs> as it was happening. <laughs> so he asked the – so in sports now in the U.S., they don't show when somebody takes the field anymore because they don't want to encourage it. They don't want to give that person their 15 minutes of fame. Right. So instead what they do is they go to a crowd shot. They go to the coach. They sometimes go to commercial. They go to the announcers, whatever. So Peyton, on his, he's on ESPN too. He's like, can we show that? Can we show this? I got, you got to show what happened. And I guess in his ear, somebody's like, yeah, we can't show it. And so he's like, so he's just now talking. And mm-hmm. he's like, Why? 
He's like, we're not the big channel. He's like, I can understand the big channel not being able to. Let's do it. And they have control being able to rewind cameras and mm -hmm. stuff. So I don't know if he did it or if the booth finally caved and did it. So they show the play, and he's basically talking about the guy running down the line, and then he's like, <laughs> the guy Wagner tackles him, and he's like, that's that's a veteran play right there. Did you see that? He wrapped him up, and like, so he actually gave a play-by-play -play on the thing. Most fucked up thing. Now, this is typical American culture. Mm -hmm. The guy who ran on the field and got sacked for security reasons is now suing the NFL. Yes, we are a very For exactly that reason. Society. Uh-huh. Yeah. You knew that was going to happen. It was crazy. You knew damn well that was going to happen. But I mean, I gotta, I gotta call out the the Manning brothers, man. They're lately their shit has been absolutely on fire. Just yeah. the whole Chad Powers thing with uh, Eli Manning we talked about. Like th their stuff is hysterical. They're like the new power couple in uh, in the NFL. If I don't have a vested interest in the Monday night game, like if it's not the Giants, I watch the Manning cast. If I yeah. actually want to watch the game, I'll watch the game on ESPN, but otherwise I mm -hmm. watch the Manning cast for all Monday night games. Yeah, so funny. do you going back to the concussion, do you think you've ever had one? Um, I don't think I've ever had a concussion. I've been knocked out. Um, Isn't that by definition like the worst uh, of the concussions? Uh, well, I, I was put to sleep when we were doing, um, when I was Karate. teaching mixed martial arts. Yeah. I had a, another instructor accidentally put me out one night, but um, technically that's similar, but it's not. So I the feeling I, is supposedly the same though. You, when you come to, you're like, yeah. where the hell am I? What's going on? Why, why are you waking me up? I was having such a good nap. Where's my pants. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've, I've never been diagnosed with one, but one time I was helping my father in the backyard and it, we were putting up some beams. He was like expanding the illegal outdoor enclosed area that he had built. And I got up too quick and I fucking hit my head on the beam. And oh, I, I remember like just my head spinning and like that, whoa, what the fuck? Losing like kind of my See balance. little birds like the cartoon. So it's funny you mention that. There's only been one time in my life that that's happened. So I had a ganglion cyst on my wrist, right? And what that means is it's basically a fatty tissue that seems to just grow outwards rather mm -hmm. than flow through your body like normal. I think I had one of those too. Are they hard? They can be. Yeah. So I went to the doctor and they're like, oh yeah, it's a, it's a ganglion cyst. We, we have to remove it. So I'm like, okay, fine. So he's like, there's one of two ways to do it. He's like, we can just slam it with a book or we can drain it with a needle. So I'm like, ah, oh, no, that's funny. And he's like, no, 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 I'm serious. Those are your two options. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what do you mean slam it with a book? And he's like, look, it, it breaks it. It disperses it. He's like, it's like basically popping a big pimple. He's like, it works. And he's like, mm -hmm. it's a method that's been used for a long time. I'm like, you know, fucking leeches was used for a long time too. But <laughs> I believe we've gotten away from that. So I'm like, I'm going to go for the needle version. So he's like, all right, I'm just letting you know now the book is less painful. <laughs> so I'm like, no, no, let's go for the needle. So he puts the needle in and... Kind of like, you know, pierces the skin, but then it pierces whatever this thing is. And when it pierced it, it felt like he hit me in the face with the book. Like literally, my head was spinning and I literally saw stars around my head. And I'm like, holy shit, I thought that was only from fucking cartoons. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I cannot believe that just happened. I've, I've actually passed out once in a doctor's office when they were trying to, I forget, I can't remember. It, it was something on my leg they were trying to squeeze out. They... They used the scalpel and they cut a little hole and they were trying to squeeze it. It was probably a cyst of some sort. And the doctor was trying to squeeze it out and it hurt so bad that I passed out. 
yeah, all of those use, all of those words I don't like. <laughs> yeah, they, they had to use smelling salts to wake me up. Wow. And I had never had that done before. And holy shit, man, it's like the nastiest possible thing you could imagine going into your nose. Yeah, and that's what well, unless you do coke, but <laughs> side of point. Coke's but like there's nasty. there's sports players, like you see the football players sometimes on the sideline use it just to like get that extra little jump in their in their system. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so right. can, we, can we talk, since we're on sports, can we talk about the fucking Mets and how disappointed I am in the entire 162-game season now that they blew it in the last five games? So here, here's, they definitely blew it, not winning any games against Atlanta. But they only had to win one game. I agree. They, they definitely blew the Atlanta series. But even though they gave up 10 and a half game lead, here's the fucking amazing thing. They still were winning about 65 percent of their games the oh no atlanta is, was the best team in baseball yeah, the, the latter problem was atlanta yeah. just went on fucking fire and won like 75 yeah. percent of their games so there's not like the, this no, weekend, i get it but it was it was within their control all they had to do was win one of the three games and they would have the tiebreaker and they wouldn't end up in that situation where they're they're uh they're they're behind well the worst part about it is Basically, the the best pitchers the Mets have all got beat this weekend. Yeah, that's really yeah. the scary part. Is every single yeah. one of them. So yeah, I know. we shall. So see. here's the problem: uh, the Mets have to face San Diego, and if they win that, they have to beat LA, and if they mm-hmm. win that, they're going to have to beat Atlanta again. Because let's face it, Atlanta's the best team in the National League right now. Yeah, I, I just don't see that happening. I do not see that happening. Three great teams. Well, hopefully it'll be like um, hockey, right, where a goalie can carry you through the playoffs. Hopefully. You know, their pitchers, you know, light it on fire and they yeah. pitch the way they're expected to pitch. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. Speaking of more sports and gambling, have you been keeping up with what's going on in the chess world, Michael? Um, one of many things that have been accused of cheating this week. <laughs> yes. Poker as well. But in specifically in the chess world, the I guess the grandmaster of all uh, has been playing in these tournaments and he keeps getting beat by the same guy. And he's convinced that he's cheating. Now, I don't know if he's cheating or not. They haven't proved that he's cheating. But obviously, if you're going to enter a tournament with 64 players, ranked number 64, and your first match is against the number one dude and you beat him, clearly that's a little bit suspect, right? <laughs> yes. One would think. Yes. Right? The other thing I heard is one of the games, and I don't know if it was the one, the cheating scandal one, one of the games, the guy, a guy surrendered after one move. Yeah, because he, he was like, I'm not doing this. Yeah, it was exactly that. So here's here's what they're accusing him of. And this is where it gets, fuck, you just can't so make this So this, this I don't know. I don't know what they've okay. accused him of. So how he's cheating, because think about it. You know, in order to cheat at chess, in a, when you're facing someone playing on a board, it's not like you're playing online mm-hmm. where you, the computer can be doing all the work for you, right? You literally have to have a computer, like, somehow like feeding you information or multiple people feeding you information. Okay. All right. Because your brain just can't possibly beat this master of chess. Apparently. I don't know. I don't play chess, but so how he's being accused is of using electronic anal beads. Whoa. All right. So you insert said beads into your rectum. Okay. And it's controlled via a cell phone, like an iPhone. Right, you know those new modern love, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, let's. Yeah, we we talked about uh, that recently. Yeah, we did, right? So 
apparently someone can control the vibrations and one vibration means something, two vibrations mean something, three vibrations mean something. So this is what they're accusing this guy of. So I don't I don't know what the prize is. I tell you it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the prize is, it's not worth it. But how like so I, I I'm I, I just don't know how to approach this. Dude, when how do you arrive at that conclusion? When you're committed to cheating, you will figure out a way. No, but forget about the cheating. If you're the guy that's being cheated, how do you arrive at the conclusion that this guy has to have anal beads because there's no other way he could possibly beat me? Hey, look, if I was, so you accuse me of cheating that way, my response would be, look, the only way you possibly know that is because you're cheating that way. <laughs> <laughs> so the other one that you didn't mention, so there was the poker world cheating scandal, uh -huh. the chess world cheating scandal, and listen to this shit, the fishing world cheating oh, scandal. Oh, yeah, with the, is this the one with the weights? <laughs> okay, we're putting <laughs> weights in the fish to make them sh heavier. Oh, Jesus That's, Christ. Like, in this day and age, I don't know how people think they're going to get away with the shit. I mean, they should have used anal beads on the fish. Then they probably would have been fine. But <laughs> yeah, that, that's crazy. That That's amazing and crazy. I want to know what the thought process was. Because no, he's like physically in front of you. You're watching him. It's not like he's pulling out a computer and do like, how is he doing this? How is he beating me? It's got to be anal beads. So... I don't know who these chess players are, but historically, some of the best, other, obviously, the other than the one U.S. kid 50 years ago, Bobby Fischer, most of them have been from overseas somewhere who spoke yeah, a foreign like language. European. So I can see the meeting where they're like taking notes and they're like, okay, okay, you're accusing him of cheating. Can you, can you tell us why? And then he says it and they're like, I, I think I'm, I'm translating this wrong because um, it's, 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 it's translating to, to anal beads. And he's like, no, no, yeah, no, it, it's anal beads. Like, you got it right. You translated it right. And you're like, okay, uh, anal beads it is. So <laughs> sticking around the ass. The good, the good news is we, just, we have a title for this episode now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, is there anything, any product you can possibly buy? Besides anal beads. Besides anal beads, that brand new, it is just like the worst thing that could possibly be used for. And I'm going to tell you what it is. I don't even need you to guess. Anal beads. Well, yeah, anal <laughs> for beads. For sure. No, <laughs> underwear has to be the worst thing that even like brand new, you're throwing it right on your swampy ass and balls, right? <laughs> like, like no matter what, that's the best that they're going to get is a, is, a, is a long day that you don't sweat or stink them up. So... Do you like do you wash clothes when you buy them or do you throw them right on? The only amazingly, the only ones I don't wash when I buy them is underwear. <laughs> Cuz I'm <laughs> like no sense. I'm like it's going right on the balls. You Even put if I'm just getting on right on out of the to shower. eat a fucking apple, but you won't yeah. wash underwear before you no, you put them wow. That's the one thing that I don't wash. Everything else I, I probably wouldn't wash them, but my wife makes me wash everything else as soon as we get it. Oh boy. But yeah. I don't know how to dissect that. So, yeah. So, interesting. This weekend, we had some friends over, and my friend Frenchie is pretty tall, right? I think he's, if I had to guess, 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. So, the thing that I thought was funny was, and this is just an aside random story. Every time he, so in, in your cabinets, right, we have, let's say, eight coffee cups, mm -hmm. right? They're all on a shelf. 
Mm-hmm. And then usually over the years, you get one that's like, you know, best dad and a stupid Christmas one and an M&M one. Those end up going on the next shelf, right? And it's like they're super backups. Like if you happen to get to the 10th or 11th cup of coffee, if you're having a big party. And for our drink glasses, like our normal like water and soda glasses, similar thing. We have these pint glasses. We have like 12 or 15 of them. And then on top of it is some extra ones like superhero ones and things like that. Again, if you happen to have a fucking run on glasses, you'd use those. My friend is so tall that he starts on that shelf. (laughs) And so I thought it was funny because I realized that after the second time he went to grab something, I'm like... (laughs) First time he grabbed from the extra coffee cups. And That's like the it. dusty shelf. Like yeah, where exactly. <laughs> and then the next time he grabbed the glass, it was on the next. So I started laughing. So he's like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, you're so tall that your eye level is our backup stuff. I'm like, that's what you're <laughs> pulling down right now. So I thought it was pretty funny that he was doing that, that it's just something that doesn't come to mind until you actually see it happen. All right. Speaking of things that don't come to mind. Yes. Do you remember... Way back when, this is episode 93. Okay. So 92 episodes ago, you and I talked about which way we wipe our asses. Yes. And which way is more popular. Yes. All right. So I'm in Vegas and uh, I'm going to the bathroom, I'm in the urinal and I'm right next to, you know, the, the, the potties. All right. And I hear this. Wow. So in my mind, I'm like, so wait, you're wiping both ways. Yeah, there's there's back no, and forth. There's no wiping both ways. How how is that cleaning your ass? Even even at the third or fourth wipe, let's say you're saying all you're three doing is spreading in. shit around. <laughs> that guy's underwear is they have it. Okay. <laughs> Let, even if you say this, you wait three or four times, right? Everybody's had one of those where it's really bad and you're like, I just don't feel clean. Let me get another wipe, another yeah. wipe, another wipe. <laughs> Even at that point, in the third or fourth one where it comes out clean, the next wipe, I'm still not going back and forth. <laughs> that I do not understand. I mean, I can see like, you know, you wipe a couple times one way and then it's clean and then you wipe a couple times the other way just to make sure you got everything, right? But just scrubbing back and forth, that's got to be the worst fucking way to wipe your ass. Wait a minute. When you're saying, and we, I know we've talked about this before, but it has been two years. You're not wiping with the same wipe. Like you're not going forward, 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 are you? You're doing, you're no, talking no, about no, different no, 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 different, paper, different right? toilet okay. paper, different toilet okay. paper. But this guy with the same piece of toilet paper is wiping back and forth in the same strokes. There's yeah. no way your ass is getting clean. No. Not only, that, that guy's got shit on his balls too. <laughs> I guarantee you he has shitty balls. <laughs> oh, Jesus so, Christ. I wonder what the pros charge for that. That's, that's $2,000. <laughs> so sticking bathroom, over the weekend in Australia, Penrith football, rugby, mm-hmm. yep. they won their championship, right? Oh, Grand nice. Final, nice. It's called. Good so on my friend, uh, our, our friend Penrith, yes, who is who I, uh, a yes, big fan. Who I called Penrith. So we, he, he called me. We were chatting. You know, I congratulated him, all that stuff. And he he called me at one point, but it was like 6 a.m. And he basically hadn't gone to sleep from the championship through the morning because he went to the game. So we talked for a little bit, but he was relatively tired or whatever. So we finished up. So he decided to call me back the next day while sitting on the toilet. 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Which is, I know a lot of people do this when they call somebody. He was using FaceTime. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, so is he just fucking going? wasted? No, he was sober at this point. He's oh, just, he's, uh, look, I love him. That's why I love him. You can't predict what he's going to do. He, um, he's like, my daughter's in the background. He's like waving to her. Oh, and then geez. I'm like, I'm like, are you on the toilet? Cause I, you know, I've been to his house. I know what it looks like. And he's like, yeah. So oh, he's man. like, I'm waiting for the dryer to finish. Sat down. He's like, I figured I'd give you a call. My wife's in the room and I'm like, do you want to say hello? And she's like, no fucking way. She's like, I already heard you say where he is. <laughs> no desire to come over and say hello. So I, I got to ask you a question. Yes. So if, if you and I were FaceTiming mm-hmm. and I knew that you were taking a shit, having lived with you and, and around you for a long time, I know how bad it smells when you take a shit. And by the way, my, my shit stinks too. So I'm not, you know. Not saying anything anyone doesn't know, but I would immediately, that, that smell would immediately come back. As I'm talking to you, I would probably mouth vomit because I could, because I'm seeing you and I know that you're taking a shit. My mind is going, oh, by the way, let me enhance this experience. Remember what it smells like? Well, here it is. No, like, because unlike vomit where you see somebody vomit and it makes you feel like you have to vomit sometimes. That did, but I didn't. I didn't even think about that. The only thing I thought about was please keep the camera high. <laughs> like, that's the only <laughs> thing I thought about. <laughs> please keep the camera high. Uh, so, all right. Well, I, I don't know that we can top those topics. I, I don't even. I, I don't. I don't know that there's anything else left to be said. <laughs> all right. With that, remember, people, wipe one way. Like, subscribe, share, email us at ridiculouslybored at gmail Rate us on iTunes, anywhere else you can. With that, Spotify, Amazon. Spotify. With that, I'm Michael Carter. And I'm David Michael. And we are Ridiculously Ridiculously Bored. Bored.